0: The uh- Ugh, this phone drives me crazy. Excuse me, I'm the Sprinter I'm from Sprint. Try my new iPhone 10R with an amazing Liquid Retina display. This is amazing. Mind if I snap a few photos? Look at that color. I love this display. I uh, I'm gonna need that back.
1: Switch to Sprint and get iPhone 10R 64 gigabytes for zero dollars per month with an eligible trade-in and a Sprint Flex lease. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com/iphone, or call 1-800-Sprint1. Phone zero dollars per month for 18 months after 31.25 per month credit applied within two bills if canceled early. Remaining balance due, excludes tax, subject to credit. Thirty dollar activation fee. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Restrictions apply. Blog Talk Radio Hey everybody out there, my name is Dr. Ray Tomos I'm a chiropractor here in Miami, Florida And an official sponsor of the ISPS International Slow Pitch Softball League Welcome to the Hot Corner here Thursday nights at 7 on Blog Talk Radio. We're going to be covering everything about general health, chiropractic, slow pitch softball, other sports as well, whatever you, the listener, wants to listen to. This show is based primarily for you guys to keep you entertained and to keep you informed. Call in or tweet us to get on the air. We'll be giving out the number and all our information throughout the show. Hope you guys enjoy and get ready for the Hot Corner. Welcome in, everybody. It's Thursday night, 7 p.m. Dr. Ray, your host here, uh, checking in with you guys. Last week we uh, didn't have a live show. We went ahead and played a uh, recording, um, and that's because there's been a lot going on in the life of myself and uh, in my life over here. i getting ready to actually move my office and rebranding the office and kind of changing a lot of the, of what's going on. Um, and you guys are going to uh, hear a little bit about that tonight we got so much to cover tonight. I don't know how we're going to get it all done. Um, so we're, good, we're just going to speed right through it. Um, but if anybody wants to be part of the show, um, again, remember, you're more than welcome to call in tonight. Um, we got the guest call-in number is area code 347, and then it's 637-3978. So, again, if you guys want to call in and talk World Cup, if you guys want to talk about LeBron James and and the decision to opt out, and what do you think is going to happen with the Heat, um, we got our top three segment tonight, which is the top three goals scored in the World Cup. Um, also, it's a little bit early, but if we want to, if we don't get to it, it it's definitely something we're going to be covered in the next couple of shows. We want to talk about the Home Run Derby and the Midsummer Classic, um, and I want to urge you guys to vote for Giancarlo Stanton. Let's get Stanton starting in the out in the uh, outfield for the National League. He's leading the National League in homers and ribbies and he's hitting 300. Let's get that guy a starting spot. Last time, um, actually, I was watching the game the other night and, and they said that the last time that um, someone was leading the NL in homers and RBIs and they didn't make the starting all-star team was Ryan Howard back in 2008. Uh, so let's not let that happen to Giancarlo. Let's go ahead and vote. We have up until July 2nd, I think, uh, to keep voting. So a few days left. Um but with that, I want to go ahead and bring in our, uh, our co-host, Mr. Manuel T. Ferrero III, um, who just had his his son, Mr. Manuel T. Ferrero IV, keeping the family name going, and lines make lines like Mr. Ferrero likes to say. Manny, are you there tonight with us? Yes, sir. How are you, Dr. Ray? Man, never better. It's, glad to, it's great to be back here on a Thursday night. I really missed uh, last Thursday night talking uh, with you and talking to the listeners out there, and uh, – Man, what a week it's been. Last time we were talking about how the Heat were going to make a comeback, and uh here we are now, uh, wondering what the heck's going to happen in the offseason. Yeah, man, I was actually uh listening to the show last week, the replay,
0: and um yeah, man, last time we spoke, we were all hyped up talking about LeBron coming back with the um with the comeback. But uh nothing happened, man. We we uh Man, we lost. We lost three straight in a row in the NBA Finals, man. But um, you know, the San Antonio Spurs—they were the better team. It's all about team, man. You can't just do it by yourself. LeBron played very well, but you just can't do it all by
1: yourself, man. It's a—it's a team sport. Yeah, without a doubt, it's a team sport. And and you know, in the post-game conference, LeBron alluded to that 100% and said. You know, obviously that's how a team wins a game and, and that's how team basketball is played. And, you know, and a lot of people are saying it, but it was a little bit reminiscent of when the Cleveland Cavaliers went to the finals with LeBron back in the day. You know, it was kind of like a one-man team. He put up 17 in the first, and that's the only quarter that we even led. Um, and we just kind of got demolished. I mean, you know, we, we spoke about it, and we said that LeBron was going to play stellar and uh, that we needed role players to step up. You know, last year in the finals, there was a different role player that had a great game every year. You know, Birdman had a great game. Uh, Mario Chalmers had a great game. Uh, You know, Norris Cole had a big game. And then Ray Allen had a big game, you know. And then this year, um, none of the role players really stepped up. And besides the role players, Dwayne Wade almost kind of disappeared. I mean, he had statistically the worst finals he's ever had. And, uh, you know, I think that's a big reason that that we were almost like non-contenders. You know, the big three was kind of like just the big one. You know, Bosch had a few standout plays, but, you know, it was really all LeBron and, and nobody else, you know, and and not to take anything away from San Antonio. I mean, those guys were on fire. They scored 72 points and a half or 71 points and a half. I mean, they were just on. They were just hitting on all gears. Um, so there's not really much that we can take away from them and just tip our hats and say, man, you guys deserved it. And honestly, if we're going to lose to any team, I hate to say it, but the Spurs, I think, are, are the most gracious winners, you know, um, a good all-around family team. Those guys have been playing together since 1999, you know. I mean, that's just crazy to think about. And Pop is the longest-tenured coach in the NBA right now. And, uh, you know, Tim Duncan has won championships in three decades. I mean, that's really saying something. So, again, four straight finals. i say we go for a fifth. You know, uh, a lot of people are really panicking about LeBron opting out of his contract. I think it's a great thing. Um, you know, I think that if if we have an impact in the draft tonight, you know, who knows what, what we're gonna who's gonna fall to us and what we're gonna go after. But, um, you know, if we can make a move and maybe restructure some contracts and and make it appealing for LeBron to to stay, uh, you know, maybe get some defensive some defensive specialists and and a couple uh, you know, just some younger legs. I think that we'll be in in really good shape uh, for next year, and and we I think we can own the East. You know, I mean that's not a problem. I just think we need to be able to match up with whoever is going to win the West. Uh, so I'm excited to see what kind of moves Pat Riley's making. I, I never doubt Pat Riley um, or Mickey Harrison for that matter. I think he's a great owner. Um, I think LeBron really likes it down here in Miami. I think his family likes it down here in Miami. I think that when you when you want to be associated as a winner, you want to be associated with just one team. You don't want to be that guy that just went to every other team. You, know, you want to have a legacy somewhere. Um, and I think LeBron can really establish that down here and you know why else would you want to go? Why would you want to go anywhere else, really? I mean, this is Miami. I mean, this is where where the magic happens. You know, Magic City. So um, that being said, Manny, what, what's your take on the situation?
0: Well, I, I also think it's a great thing for Miami, man. Um, you know, everybody panicked, but it just doesn't. It doesn't mean that he's leaving. It just means uh, he's opting out of his contract for the next season. But that's a great thing because now he gives the heat, you know, number one, it gives them time. It gives them time to, to plan out their, their strategy. And, and now they know, you know, they know what, uh, what LeBron, um, uh, what LeBron's stance is.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, I think that that's, they know exactly what's on his mind. They know that he, he's wants to win. Um, you know, personally, I am i don't know why Wade and Bosch haven't opted out yet. I mean, the way those guys played, they got to know that they're going to get less money. I mean, unless they know that maybe they spent a lot of their money already and they want to be selfish and, and stick with the contract of what they got and then the big three break up and LeBron goes to the Bulls or whatever the case is, you know. But I still think that we got a chance to make a run. I I think that, um, you know, Wade I don't think is the same player he was. I think we've seen the best of Wade's days. You know, I got to say, he's he's my all-time favorite player from the Heat. You know, but people, you know, father time takes its toll on everybody. You can't always be on top, you know, unless you're Jay-Z, you know. But other than that, every, you know, everybody else, it goes in cycles and all these things happen, and, you know, it's unfortunate. But, you know, I, I hope that he stays. I hope LeBron stays. Um, but we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens.
0: What about Bosh?
1: You know, quite honestly, I am I'm a little indifferent about Bosch. I, I really wouldn't mind us maybe making a move with Bosch, maybe getting a, you know, maybe trying to trade Bosch and maybe trying to move up in the draft a little bit, maybe uh trying to get another center. Um somebody that that can give us a presence on the boards. I really think that that's where we have our biggest problem, you know. We don't need Bob, we don't need our center shooting threes. We need a big guy in the middle that can be a presence, that can guard the paint, that can pull down some boards, that can limit second chance opportunities. You know, if you look at the series, every time that we got a stop on defense, they ended up getting the ball right back. I mean, there was a lot of bounces that went their way, but at the same time, you know, there was a lot of great rebounding and a lot of boxing out and and the opposite from our end. So, you know, I think we need somebody who can be an impact player. Kevin Love would fit in amazing. If we could get Kevin Love, I mean, lock it up and just give us the rings for next year, you know what I mean? So I think that's the presence that we need. And, And who can provide that in the draft? I'm not really sure. I think only maybe one of the first two picks that are probably going to end up being drafted, but we'll see what happens. So let's go ahead and uh, and keep moving on here. Um, let's see, what else do we got to cover, Manny? You know what? Let's talk a little bit of World Cup. Um, as far as World Cup goes, we did, we did want to do a top three segment tonight. And we wanted to do the top three segment again uh, with the top three goals of the World Cup. So I'll tell you what, my my one of my favorite goals was actually from one of the first games. And I'll give you my number one goal because I mean it's it's pretty obvious I think, and a lot of people are probably thinking out there the same thing. Um, but that header that Robin van Persie had uh, for Netherlands in the first in the first game that Netherlands had, man, they came out firing on all cylinders. It was a great ball over the middle. Man, he just made that layout and look like Superman and that ball went right in the net, man. That was that was an awesome goal. That's my number one goal. And I'll give you guys number two and three a little bit later on, but for me, it was the header that Robin Van Persie had in the first Netherlands game. What do you think, Manny? What what's one of your top three? Um, well, I
0: also have that that Netherlands Van Persie goal, man. That goal was incredible man that guy looked like uh looked like a superhero flying through the air man and he dude i don't know that's a difficult if you think about it that's a difficult difficult shot because the ball's coming from behind him and he's not even looking towards the goal and he has to head it and time it perfectly over the over the goalie and under the crossbar and he does all of this in the air it, that that to me that that to me is is my number one my number one so far in the in the world cup
1: well, I'm glad we agree on it you know I definitely think that it's one of the best goals that i that I may have personally ever seen you know besides uh you know like a bicycle kick or something like that, but i mean we have yet to see one of those um you know this uh this world cup that that i've seen at that I haven't seen at least. Um, Bicycle kicks are always exciting because of the degree of difficulty. But, you know, I think that's what makes this goal so outstanding as well, too, as you mentioned, is that degree of difficulty. The ball was coming behind him. He had to run and and head it, and he had to hit it perfect, and he was able to get it over the keeper and under the bar. I mean, you know, that's that's just amazing. So, uh, number one, Robin Van Persie. and, And when it's all said and done, I think that may be the best goal of the World Cup, even though we have a lot of soccer left to play. Um, so we'll keep we'll keep getting to our top goals. We've still got a couple more, um, but let's break down a little bit. You know, I know that when we first started, um, you said that Spain, um, you know, was, was one of your picks to go a little bit, and Germany, um, and, you know, I agree with you on, on Germany, and I thought Spain had a great chance of being, you know, the defending world champ, um, but, I, you know, I said the team I was thinking that was going to make a run was the Netherlands, and um, so far Germany and the Netherlands are looking pretty strong, US is looking pretty strong. Mexico is looking pretty strong. Um you know what what's your take on that, man? If you can reassess now, what do you think? I I
0: dude, I'm I am so disappointed in Spain, man. Um my great grandparents should be turning in their graves right about now, man, with their performance. And I and I found it I found it kind of funny that the uh the day after they technically got eliminated, because they they still they played two games and they were already eliminated, they couldn't even make it. Um, the very next day, Spain announces their their new um, their new king, which they still they still have a king over there, but they they have a weird government with it's, it's like democracy and royalty. I don't know. It's a monarch or something, but they the day right after they get eliminated, they really didn't even want to like for that to even be in the news, I guess. So they they went ahead and announced their their new king.
1: Yeah, that's I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, it's almost comparable to you know we're in the finals and we're talking about signing Carmelo Anthony next year. I mean it tells you a little bit about where the focus is and it tells you a little bit about, you know, where the focus isn't. And to me, that, that that might be one of the reasons why they're no longer in the World Cup.
0: I hear you, man. But, um, no, the Netherlands, dude. The Netherlands, really, really strong. Also Germany. Um, but I, I got to kind of disagree with you with the US. I mean I'm 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 rooting for them. I, I was rooting for them today. They're my home my home team. I'm 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 going for them and anything can happen in the in the World Cup. But today they looked and I think it has a lot to do with the with the weather man. The weather um today was, was very, very bad. But uh they, they looked a little a little sloppy, a little um uh how could you say a little nervous or something. Something wasn't right. But I, I think it had a little bit to do with the weather and, and the ball control and that in that weather is, is very very difficult. But um hey, they, they they went through and they they survived the group of death man with uh Germany and Portugal and and Ghana. You know, and and Portugal was another one that surprised me that they didn't they didn't go through, but um that goal from Ronaldo it wasn't it wasn't a goal from Ronaldo, but the goal the Set assist up that by Ronaldo, Ronaldo yeah it was an assist um to tie the the US right there at the end of the game that is. That to me so far is my number two, my number two goal because of the, because of just the whole circumstance that that it was, and, and it was a great great pass and great header man.
1: Uh, a hundred percent. And you know what, Manny? That's so funny. When you were when you started saying it, I was actually going to say, well, you just you just said my number two goal, and uh, <laughs> great minds think alike, I guess because to me, that was my number two goal as well, you know, in 95 minutes and three seconds with a stoppage time of four minutes and then five because there was additional injury time during the stoppage time, I mean, that is literally as close as you're going to get to a buzzer beater in soccer, so, I mean, as soon as we as soon as soon we um, started at, at midfield, you know, the whistle blew, so, you know, the last play of the game in essence, and uh, that was amazing, a great header, a great cross and a great header, and you know my hats off to Ronaldo it's the only kick that he made the whole match that was uh that was worth anything and it was worth a whole lot because it kept their it kept them alive you know so um it was a great it was a great uh it was a great goal to say the least but because you made it your second i can't make it my second so the one that i'm going to make number 2 is actually the goal that Leo Messi had in stoppage time as well too to win the game for Argentina that was another great goal it seems like Leo Messi is always in the is always in the right place at the right time and uh that's why they call it messy magic.
0: Oh man, that guy dude, that guy is incredible, dude. I don't I don't know man. Um yeah, I, I know exactly which goal that is and that was gonna be my third top goal of the of the uh World Cup so far because I, like you said, dude, we're we're just in the in the well we just started the sixteenth. So um we got a lot of a lot of soccer to go man a lot of football
1: Definitely we have a lot to go we're at, we're about halfway through now um you know we're 2 weeks in and it's been it's been one hell of a ride so far um it's it's been really awesome you know so far um as as a fan and you know what I really love is you know there's a lot of people on Facebook saying oh all of a sudden everybody's a soccer fan and all this but hey what the hell we get the World Cup you know every 4 years and uh, you know quite honestly there's not there's not so much of there's not many events you know with all these friendlies that we play, and there's world cup qualifier qualifiers and so on but you know soccer international soccer, especially because there's the m l s here is not really something that we can get so excited about so when we have the opportunity to compete and go out there in the World cup and all these other nations are are you know going crazy, it's awesome to see the support that we're giving for our country and You know, at this point, I don't care if we have any bandwagon fans that are on for the U.S. Hell, there's plenty of room on the bandwagon. Let's go. The more people that are getting interested in soccer, you know, the better it is for the sport, the better it is for the unity of the nation. And it's great to see a lot of people cheering on the good old red, white, and blue. So I couldn't be happier. I love seeing, you know, it's great for the economy. People are going out, having to, you know, official game-watching parties all over the place. I mean, it's great. It's great for everything right now. And, um, I couldn't be happier right now with the U.S. moving on, and hopefully we'll get more people even more excited and we'll continue to make a deep run. You know, this is the first time that we've gone past, past the uh, group stage two times in a row um, ever. So, you know, Jurgen Klinsmann, I did have a little bit of negative things to say about him because of the fact that he said it's not realistic for us to compete right now and so on and so forth, but, hey, he's eating his own words, you know, and maybe that was what he needed, maybe a little reverse psychology on the team. Whatever the case is, you, you better keep it up because so far the U.S. is looking pretty good. You know, I think that Germany also had an extra day uh, to recuperate, and they didn't play in the jungle in Manaus, and there's no more games in Manaus, so that shouldn't be a factor going forward anymore. But, you know, definitely playing in 100-degree heat and 100% humidity, you know, that, that takes a toll on you, um, especially with Josie door out and especially with Clinton Dempsey having a broken nose. Uh, You know, so so it's difficult out there, and and it's understandable. And we did look a little heavy today. We definitely looked, uh, you know, I think the announcers were calling it leggy. Um, uh, Guys just lacking that burst and and sloppy passes. And, hell, we only lost 1-0 to Germany, who destroyed some people in in the first round. So, um, you know, I think that overall I think we're in a pretty good position right now. And we're either – I think we're playing Belgium now um, on Tuesday. So I'm excited for Tuesday. i might, and uh, you know seeing seeing what we can do in the next round.
0: Yeah, man, so am I. And and to go back to what you were saying, I think I think the problem with soccer is. Look, I, I tried to explain soccer to my mom, uh, and it's 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 difficult because. Um, she says that they're always playing, they play year round that like she doesn't know what season is going on what when do they play for their nation, when do they play for this or that, or what is going on and I think that's the problem um They just don't understand that concept the other The other thing is the whole- the whole American you know that you know you like to score a lot. Uh, so in in soccer, you don't really score a lot. Um, there could be a zero-zero tie, and, and and that's it. You go home without ever seeing a a score. You know, if if it if it ends up in a draw or something, or there's no penalty kicks or whatnot. You know, it it. I guess in America, America. It, it's coming along. It's coming lo- along, and every four years, I think we're getting bigger and bigger fan base. For soccer, and it's just growing, and it's great, man. Because hey, we we, we made it past the group stage, and and you know a, a bunch of teams, a bunch of uh, big big names in in the soccer community did not make it past the group stage. Italy didn't make it, uh, which has a bunch of a bunch of uh, World Cups, I I believe. England, um, Spain uh didn't make it through. Um uh, Portugal didn't make it through. A bunch of these teams that didn't make it through, but United States we're still we're still hanging on, dude. You know, we gotta and, we gotta and, build on positive uh positive results.
1: Yes, sir, you're hundred percent right. Um so it's been awesome so far. Um and I know that I haven't been able to do it. I haven't gotten to my uh my third goal yet. But let's recap a little bit. Number one for both of us was Robin Van Persie's header um, in the first Netherlands game. Number two was the cross that uh, Ronaldo had um, against the U.S. with, with, you know, three seconds left in the game um, for the equalizer. Um, And then I also threw in Leo Messi's uh, goal in stoppage time to give Argentina the win. And for me, my number three goal it's got to be the fastest goal in World Cup history, which is Clint Dempsey on that nice run down the side with a beautiful move, you know, and and to beat the keeper. I mean, that was a great goal. I mean, I, I had just turned on. I was in my office treating patients, and I had a patient on therapy, and I had just turned the game on, and it had just started, and I walked out of the office for a second, and the guy starts screaming in the room, Goal USA! Goal USA! And I said, there's no way. I just turned it on. There's no And sure enough, I come back and I'm going through the replay, and what a beautiful move that was. Clint Dempsey um, just put put one on, and it was beautiful, great effort, great finish. And, uh, you know, I think that gave us a lot of momentum in that game, and uh, it it was a great goal and, and, you know, definitely top three for me.
0: Are you talking about the one that he hit off his chest into the goal?
1: No, that was the second goal that he had. Um, the first oh, – we're talking about man. the first goal of the first game where he literally – excuse me, it was not it was the second game. Um, and he literally just – I think it was 15 or 20, 22 seconds. I, I can't remember exactly. Um, but he used his left foot and he kicked it behind him and around him, and he beat one of the defenders. And then he had the net and the keeper – and he was able to put it by the keeper, and it was the fastest goal in World Cup history.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I remember that one.
1: And that, that to me, that was, was a great individual effort.
0: No, no, that was incredible too. I, I, I vividly remember though the the chest one, the one that bounced off his chest into the goal. That was that was amazing as well. Not to touch it with your hand or anything. That's that's the problem I had. You know, growing up playing soccer, man. I, I I grew up playing playing baseball all my life. I'm a Cuban Cuban kid, Cuban American kid. You know, we down here in Miami we play baseball most of the time. So sometimes playing soccer, uh, I, I I used to like playing goalie because I could catch it with my hands and stuff like that. I wasn't very uh, very good at dribbling the ball with my feet and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Um, you know, I, I played a lot of soccer, too, when I was growing up. I played for the Boys and Girls Club. I played at AYSO down here. Um, I also played um, at my my middle school, actually, Palmetto Middle School. I was on the soccer team. Um, you know, when I got to high school, I, I focused more on baseball and football, but soccer was always a lot of fun, and, and it was something that it was the only sport that my father ever played um, that he liked, so... You know, we'd go out in the backyard and he'd dribble with us and he'd, you know, kick the ball around and we'd, we'd try to get it from him and we learn how to slide tackle and all that stuff. And so for me, it was awesome, you know, growing up playing soccer with my dad because that's the only sport that he really knew how to play being from Peru. Um, and you know, I wish I could root for Peru in the World Cup. Unfortunately, they're just outside of, of the teams that qualify. Um, you know, maybe one day I'll see them in there and I'll definitely be going for the red and the white. Um, but until then... You know, I root for USA and I root for Netherlands. Um, and you know, I, I actually I root for the teams that to the to the countries that I've been. So you know, I'm I'm a little upset to see Italy out because I've been there. Um, I'm a little upset to see Spain out because I've been there. Um, but the teams that I'm super happy about, Netherlands, they made it through. That was a great trip. And Costa Rica, one of the best trips I've ever had. Also, um, they made it through, which is a huge surprise. I'd say they're probably the Cinderella story of the of the World Cup so far. Um, I don't think anybody expected Costa Rica to play as well as they have, um, but that's another one of the teams that I enjoy to live for.
0: They've been playing very good, Ron.
1: Definitely. The Ticos, the Ticos have a little run in them, so I'm excited to see what happens here um, in the next round and as we continue to go down. Um, but now that, we see what, mm-hmm. now that we see kind of a little bit about what the teams are bringing to the field, uh, what is, what's your prediction for a final, Manny? I'm going to put you on the spot.
0: Wow, damn man. Um dude, for some reason I was just gonna ask you, but for some reason I, I um I'm looking at Mexico also, man. They're they're playing very good. They made it through um Brazil, they're the home home team, they're the home favorite, they have that they have that um that issue. In the back of their mind, with the Maracanazo back in the days, in their own home country when they hosted and they lost in the finals, so I think they have some unfinished business, unfinished business in their in their home field, their home soil. Um, but man, Netherlands also, man, they're they're looking good, man. Um, and what do you think about Uruguay? Before I give you my um, my finals prediction, what do you think about Uruguay and this guy uh, Suarez,
1: brother? Oh, man, way to buy yourself some time. I'll tell you what, that's a great topic to bring up. The bite heard around the world, they're calling it Bitegate on SportsCenter. Man, I don't know what, what could physically be going or mentally be going through your mind at that point, you know, where you feel like you have to bite another human being. Um that's literally like when you think about it, like the last possible way that you you know, if you got in a fight with somebody, what's the the last thing that you're gonna do when they're you know, when you know that you're done for, you're probably gonna try to bite them, you know. I mean, it's it's just so animalistic and and instinctive that it's just it's it's crazy that this guy's not able to control himself, you know. And then and then afterward, he's sitting there holding his teeth, you know, in his mouth like he got elbowed. I mean, his teeth probably hurt because he bit the crap out of the guy. You know, that. I mean, that was just, to me, just crazy just watching it. And uh, it, what's even crazier to me and more mind-blowing to me is that it's the third time that he's done it. You know, I mean, kick that guy out already. Get that guy off the field. He doesn't deserve to be there. I, I wouldn't want to play. I, I'd protest. I'd say, listen, I'm not playing against this, guy. I mean, imagine, you know, think about Evander Holyfield. You know, that guy's missing his ear. You know, I I wonder what he thinks about the whole situation. (laughs) You know, maybe we should send a tweet to Evander and say, what do you think about this Luis Suarez guy, you know? But, uh, man, what a crazy crazy turn of events just to see a, a, a bite on the soccer field. Listen, bro, before even the fight,
0: I mentioned to my wife, I said, babe, I think I think that guy looks like a beaver or like a, like, like some type of animal. I don't know. His, his upper jaw is shaped in a way of like a, like a rabbit or like a, like a beaver, somebody that, that bites or, or nibbles or, or, you know, uses his, uh, to bite into things. And and then, then that happened. And I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. This guy, (laughs) um, yeah, man, and this is not the first time FIFA, I, I don't know what's up with FIFA, they just suspended him for for, for four months, they yeah. they fined him in like a 100,000 Swiss francs or something like that, which I don't know about Swiss francs or anything, I don't know really what that amount is, um, but I'm pretty sure it's it's chunk change for him, Um but man, I, I I don't know, man. This is like you said. I I would not want to play. I wouldn't want to be near this guy, bro. Especially if if his team is losing or if he's having a bad game. You know, no, no, no. I, I I I don't know, man. That 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 is uh that's lifetime suspension right there, especially multiple times, man.
1: Exactly. You know. I mean, it's the third. You know. I know it's not baseball, but. You know, three strikes and you're out. In my book, I mean, it's just—it's crazy. I mean, you're you're gonna bite somebody three separate occasions. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's you know, I was listening to all these all these commentators and all these guys that had played before and everything like Alexi Lalas and you know that and they were talking about it. I mean, they too are just at a loss for words and they just. There's no place for it in the game and or any game, not even soccer, any game for that matter. You know, it's definitely a crazy situation. But, um, you know, I, I think that that was great, Manny. You brought it up at the perfect time. Um, that's how you buy yourself some time, my man. But uh, I'm not going to let you run from me anymore. What's, what's the finals? Who's going to be in the finals this year?
0: Wow, dude. Um, well, You know what, Dr. Ray, Um, I want to look at the World Cup brackets and how it's already um, lining up so far. So I want to look right here. I'm looking at the round of 16. We have Brazil and Chile, Colombia, Uruguay, France, Nigeria, Germany and Algeria then on the other side we have Netherlands versus Mexico then we have Costa Rica versus Greece which I have no idea how Greece is in it was a uh, like an overtime penalty kick that was incredible I was watching that game I I really haven't I haven't missed a game really man with uh with that ESPN watch ESPN app even on the this weekend, I was out with some friends on a sailboat. We were watching it from the sailboat, uh, the USA game, which was which was really really nice. But um, then we got Argentina and Switzerland, and then Belgium, and USA. So let me let me start doing some educated guess here, Doctor Ray. Um, Brazil and Chile I'm going with Brazil Colombia, Uruguay Now know that Suarez is out I'm going with Colombia Then France, Algeria, France I'm going with France Germany and Algeria I'm Germany. going with Germany so well, between Germany and France I'm going with Germany so I got Germany in the semifinals right now And then Brazil and Colombia, I'm going to go with Brazil. So then between Brazil and Germany, wow. I'm going to go with Brazil. Brazil in the finals. And then if we go to the other side, we got Netherlands and Mexico. I'm going to go with, uh, wow. That's a tough one. one. I'll come back to that one. Then Costa Rica, Greece. I got Costa Rica on that one. Argentina and I'm going to go with the South American uh, Nation On that one because of the weather And the hot Uh, I'm going to go with Argentina And then Belgium and USA One with USA Right there So Then we go USA Argentina Wow And You know what I'm gonna go with my head on this. I'm going with Argentina, but my heart is with USA. And then uh, we gotta go back to Netherlands and Mexico. I'm going with. I'm gonna go with the South Amer with the uh, American country, the South American or Central American country, man. I'm going with Mexico there. Um, so then Mexico, Costa Rica. Uh, I'm going with Mexico then Mexico Argentina born with Argentina. So I got Brazil and Argentina in the finals, Doctor Ray.
1: You know Manny, I think that um I think that's a pretty good a pretty good guess. Um obviously you know that that's why they play the games and we won't know but you know based on the bracket breakdown right there, I think I, I, I agree with you on pretty much all of those um all of those calls right there. Um where I am gonna what I am gonna go ahead and, and butt in a little bit is I think that Netherlands is gonna go ahead and take Mexico. Um and I think, think Netherlands you, is Go ahead. The
0: orange machine.
1: The big orange machine.
0: Um I
1: just think that they're I mean, Robin up front and, and that guy's like Lightning and Van Persie and their keeper is playing very solid right now. I mean I just not only are they my favorite okay. team besides the U.S., but I just think that they're playing very well right now, and their their coach is excellent as well, too.
0: Okay, so then if you got Netherlands, then, then what about Netherlands-Costa Rica?
1: And then I'm going to go take a Netherlands right there.
0: And then Netherlands-Argentina?
1: I'm going to take Netherlands again. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that we're going to have Brazil versus Netherlands in the finals.
0: Wow, Dr. Ray. Wow. <laughs> wow. You really think the big red machine is out for that's that's another thing, bro. I think they have it's kinda insane. like a like a San Antonio Spurs thing going on where they have some redemption, you know, since they they were very close to winning the World Cup last time, bro, against uh against Spain they they so know they know
1: they know how close they've been and they know what it takes to get there and they've got the experience and I don't think they're going to be denied this year.
0: Okay, so do you think
1: the World Cup
0: is going to go to Europe or or go to I mean stay in Europe or
1: go to South America? I think it's going to Scandinavia and I think the Netherlands are going to take it.
0: Wow! Wow! I don't know, man. I I don't think um, I don't think the Brazilians are gonna let let that that uh, trophy leave their soil, man.
1: Well, listen. I don't think anybody's gonna let them take it. I think that you know. I think that uh, I don't think anybody's gonna give it away. I think Netherlands is gonna go in there and they're gonna take it. You know, like I said, I think that similar to the Spurs this year, I just don't think that they're going to be denied. Um, you know, of course, I, I could be wrong, but I could also be right. And I, and I definitely think at this point from what I've seen from Netherlands and what I have saw from them in the last World Cup, um, and, and, you know, I just think that they have a great chance to make a great run.
0: Wow, Dr. Ray. I don't know, man. I... I... Well, I guess since I have Brazil and Argentina, I'm gonna go with Brazil, and they're the
1: home, the home favorite. No messy magic. And then <clears throat> let's let's look at the
0: at the since I have Mexico, Argentina, then Mexico and Germany would be my third place. Um third place. I guess I would go with Germany for third place.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I think Germany, um, quite honestly, I think Germany may be, I think Germany's one of the best teams in, which is why I'm so happy that, you know, USA playing on 30 hours less rest than them was able to still be competitive. You know, that was great. So, I'm looking forward to what the USA can do. You know, we're not including them in these final discussions, and I think that's just because expectations are a little bit tempered, but who knows, man, maybe they can make the magic happen as well, too. You know, uh, Clint Dempsey seems like a great competitor, and, you know, I've been watching a lot of things on SportsCenter about how his sister passed away, and he uses that as kind of fuel. And, you know, whenever there's a sentimental and that emotional attachment and everything, you can never really take anybody out of it. So I'm just super excited to see what continues to happen with the World Cup, and uh, it's really been a great ride so far. And it's just it's just halfway over, you know. So we're halfway there, like Bon Jovi says. So we gotta, you know, keep rooting for the USA and keep supporting them, and keep going for our other favorite teams. And, and Manny, I want you to take down all these notes and and let's remember what we what we're talking about here and see uh, see if we get these finals right. So you got you have Brazil and Argentina, and I have Brazil and the Netherlands. Correct? Yes, sir. And you have Netherlands winning
0: it all, and I have Brazil win- winning it all. And I I bet you we'll be probably both totally wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's the
1: truth. Uh, it'll, it's probably going to end up being Costa Rica versus Mexico or something like that. <laughs> we're we're going to be way off.
0: I don't think that could happen because they're on the same side of the bracket. But, hey, Dr. Ray, uh, I was going to ask you, You said you said, uh, you said you've been to the Netherlands, correct? Yes, sir. Man, don't you think the way that they play, I don't know if you, if you noticed this when you were in the Netherlands, but the way that they, they're all about, I guess, design and, and functionality and, and simplicity and stuff like that, but they're, I guess the way they play is uh, similar to the way they, they are in that country. and And... Also the other, the other thing that that reminds me of the same thing is German. German the Germany team they they remind me of a BMW, man. It's just they're like a machine. They they I I don't know what it is, man. It's it's incredible.
1: No, you're right. Um it it's funny that you mentioned that because I was just telling somebody today about um, actually the, the Dutch architecture and everything. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why I enjoyed the trip there so much. It was it was great. I was telling them, you know, because I'm actually moving my office, and this is a great segue. Um, but in, in Amsterdam, in order to move furniture around, the doors are very, very slim. Um, there's a lot of very tall, slim people there. There isn't really much obesity or anything like that, and a lot of that goes into – you know they have a, a primarily a pescatarian diet and so on, so they're they're very healthy there. Um, but besides that, they do is they have actually pull, a pulley system that they devise. That they have this bar that basically sits off the top of the of the roof, and it it yeah. hangs over the Every front room. of the house. And what it does is basically it, it creates a pulley system. So all the furniture, instead of bringing it in through the front door. What you do is you hook it up to a pulley system, and you actually hoist it up and put it in through the top window. And then that's how you get it into the house.
0: Yeah, that's exactly – I remember that. I remember uh, going on the – I went with my wife to Amsterdam, and we took one of those uh, big red – Big red buses with the tops open and stuff. They had the second floor on the buses. Those big red tourist buses that you see around major major cities. And uh, we mentioned it when we went through through like a specific neighborhood. We mentioned those those black bars on top of every building. Every building had them, and it was it was the it's still used today. What about? Everything. They had a bike lane. Every every street had a bike lane, a a, a sidewalk for for pedestrians, and, and a and a car lane for for cars. And it was incredible. And don't forget there, the and don't forget the, the trolley system. Exactly the trolley system. That's how I got from the from the airport to the hotel through one of those trolleys on the on the middle of the street, which I I had no idea how. Small how compact the city actually is. You can walk from one side of the city to the to the other side of the city in in less than forty five minutes. Um, oh yeah, I mean, it,
1: what's <laughs> awesome about it is that it's all just one big circle. Um, it's so funny because exactly. when I went, it was actually it was actually during the last World Cup, um, and there was just one street that had all the flags of all the countries and everything, and it it was just awesome to see, and it was funny because. I went um, with with actually one of my one of my ex girlfriends and we had a great time. She was from that area of the world, um, so we kind of went we stopped there before we went to go see her family. But you know we made the trip and we got there and we went into a bar and uh, then we went out and we explored the rest of the city and then we said, oh man, let's let's try a different bar. And we went into a different bar. We thought we were we were going to another place. We actually ended up walking into the same exact bar that we went to the first time. Thinking that we were on the other side of the city, so uh, you know it was definitely a crazy experience and an awesome one, and and it's one of the reasons why I love the Netherlands so much. Um, plus the art museum, seeing the Van Gogh museum there, and um, all the all the artwork and just the way of life and everybody out there walking around or on a bicycle. I, I almost got hit by like ten different bicycles. I mean, it was just it was a great trip and a great time and, and a great city, and um, definitely one that I hope to visit again some point in the future. And uh, hopefully we'll see a a great run out of Netherlands this this year. You know, if USA doesn't make it, that's the team that I'm going for.
0: Oh, yeah, man. And um, great, great city. I I love just the simple fact that there were so many different ways that you could travel in that city. You could go by boat. You could different by and Like you said, it's like a – I I think it's it's more like a half circle. It's more like a moon. Looking like a crescent moon the the city, which it has like I believe four or five major canals, and it goes uh like a half circle around the whole city and you can go either by by boat by 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 bicycle, which uh I remember a fact that there's more bicycles than there are people in in Amsterdam, so imagine that, and I remember seeing hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of bikes just chained up to to fences, to the sidewalks. They have like these little racks. It was just incredible. And and, um, I remember on the last day that we were at Amsterdam, I was reading a tourist guide and it said that on bike is the best way to actually really experience Amsterdam. So next time, I go to answer them. I'm definitely going to ride a bicycle.
1: I run a bicycle and just ride it, ride it around.
0: I'm with you on
1: that one. Maybe we should we should take an ISPS trip there and get a get a softball league started over there. What do you think?
0: we should do a um, a show from from answer them or from from another from any country, any anywhere we we go. We should take take the show on the road.
1: I think you're right about that. The show must go on. A hundred percent, man, and uh actually that's a great segue, manny. You know, we've had a great time so far talking about all these different things, um, in the World Cup and, and it's a great topic and like I said, we have so much to squeeze into the show, but I definitely wanna talk a little bit about um the opportunity that I have coming up, um, moving my office now to be able to provide better service, um, for some of the for some of the people out there. And it's gonna be a, a pretty hectic weekend for me. I've been going through so much lately, and and again, this is one of the reasons why we didn't have the show last week. Um, I've been transferring my, I'm I'm changing the name of the business. Um, So, you know, as I I put a a little uh, post on Facebook today um, that said, say goodbye to Dr. Tomo's family chiropractic and uh, say hello to Frontier Spine and Healthcare. And uh, the reason why I'm changing the name is because, you know, chiropractic is just one of the things that I do. Um, again, for the listeners out there that know me as Dr. Ray, you know, the, the softball-playing chiropractor, um, yes, I'm a chiropractor and, and I'm a doctor of chiropractic, but in addition to that, I also um, actually have expanded my scope of practice to, to include um, a lot of what a, a regular primary care physician would do. And in fact, what I'm doing is my office is transitioning to alternative primary care, so it's not just sports injuries anymore. It's not just these types of things. It's when you're not feeling well and you you need the help of a doctor. And when you go to your medical doctor, all they do is say, oh, there's nothing wrong with you and try to take these medications. Um, If you don't want to go that route, there's another alternative. Um, And that's, that's the frontier health, the frontier spine and healthcare alternative. You know, that's what I'm trying to provide. Now there's a lot of people that just aren't happy with the, the healthcare that they're getting nowadays, you know, I've said this before on the show, we spend the most money in the world on healthcare, and I think we're ranked number 37 in the world. You know, if we spend the most money, shouldn't we be number one? I mean, to me, that doesn't make that much sense, and it's because the medical doctors nowadays, unfortunately, just do a very bad job of taking care of disease. You know, when it comes to an emergency situation, you know, or something like a car accident or something like that where it's it's outside of what the body is normally supposed to experience, 100% medications are necessary, painkillers are necessary, but, you know, for an everyday problem, I don't think that that's right. You know, as a matter of fact, there's tons of abuse when it comes to painkillers, and and it's leading to a lot of problems and a lot of addictions that are really just having people's lives crumble away because of the addiction that that they get into, and, you know, they don't ever fix anything. You know, uh, somebody said that life is better through chemistry, but, you know, what happens when the chemistry wears off? You know, I think life is better when you put in hard work and you work for something and then you can sit back and you can look at it and you can really enjoy it and you can say, damn, I did that, you know. that That's one of my favorite things about manual labor and, and those types of things is that you look back and you're just proud of your work. And if you can do that with your health, man, you're going to be enjoying a, a great quality of life. And that's really what I'm interested in providing for all my patients is not just, getting rid of that pain in your neck or getting rid of that, you know, pain running down your leg or that numbness you have. its For me, it's about preventing disease. It's about predicting disease. And that's what I'm able to do now with the genetic testing that I'm providing, with hormonal testing, with neurotransmitter testing. And we've talked about some of these things on the show. But now that I'm moving into a, an office with more space and I'm able to really um, accommodate more people and, and have my rehabilitation room, my massage therapy room and my exam room, I can really provide the physical examination necessary, you know, and then also the chemical examination with the blood draws that I can do in the office and everything. So I'm really excited about that. So for all you guys out there listening, if you don't have a primary care doctor um, or if you're not happy with your primary care doctor, if you just go there and he says, oh, I can't find anything wrong with you, you know, give me a call, and, and I'd be more than happy to help you out. That's really what what I'm trying to do and, and the little niche that I'm trying to get into um, you know, so think of me, Dr. Ray as the primary care Cairo, and, uh, let me know if any health concerns that you guys have for future shows, if there's anything, you know, that, that you've t- brought up to your primary and he hasn't been able to give you any answers. I'd be more than happy to answer your questions here on air. Um, so other people can see about the way that we think about things and the way that we look at things in the office, you know, it's a holistic approach to, to your care. You know, it's not just like a specialist who's going to look at one thing in your whole entire body. It's all about, looking at the whole body together and why things are working a certain way together and trying to uncover what your body's telling us through the different symptoms, you know, speaking the language of the body. So um, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to doing and helping people out with. And this weekend I'm going to be moving all these different things from one office to the other, and I've got all this new equipment coming in and everything. So I'm super excited um, to get into the new office, which is just going to be three blocks away. I'm going to be right in the heart of Kendall on 107th Avenue and Kendall Drive. So 107 and 88 um, across from the party city and the public's there. Um, So I'm super excited to move. And, um, you know, again, just looking forward to any interaction from you guys out there listening. Um, Again, if it's a sports injury, I'd be more than happy to take care of it, you know, and help you out. And and I'm going to have the ability to do some physical therapy and some rehab in there too. Um, I'm going to have a massage therapist on staff as well, one room dedicated simply just to massage. Um, you know, and and you'll be seeing a lot of the massage therapists out again as well too at a lot of the ISPS tournaments that we're going to have around here. I'm going to have her out there at the events, um, getting to know you guys and working on on you guys as well too at the events and uh, and hopefully in the office as well too. So whatever services I can provide for you guys, you know that's what I'm here for. And, and any questions that you have, I'd be more than happy to take them. You can tweet me, you can email me, you can go to Facebook.com/slash353Heal. You can call the office seven eight six 353HEAL, uh, the website where you can find all the archived radio shows and a bunch of information about all the testing I provide and all that is uh, 353HEAL.com. Um, and, you know, just get ready for, for a new way to look at healthcare. You know, I like to say it's Frontier, Spine and healthcare pioneering the way to a better quality of life. So anything that I can do for you guys, just go ahead and let me know. And, um, <clears throat> Manny, it looks like we're, we're running a little bit low on time but do you have any questions about um, the new office or anything like that that's going on, or anything that some of the listeners may also have the same question? Yeah,
0: man, I'm I'm waiting for that machine that you promised me. I was going to be the first uh, patient on that 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 it, it stretches your your lower back out.
1: Yes, sir. Actually, the flexion and distraction uh, table. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm getting the order in for that, um, so I should be having it very soon. Um, it'll probably be about a month in before I can get it because it's a, it's a special delivery table and I had to get all the measurements and everything right with that. Um, but I'm definitely looking forward to having that in there as well too. And that's great for herniated discs and low back pain. And it's a table that basically breaks apart that I get to, uh, not not breaks apart, but actually stretches apart. And we strap you in upper body and lower body and just gently stretch Um, stretch you apart, and, man, it it, it can do wonders for those herniated discs and low back problems. So I'm definitely excited to have that for everybody and especially for the athletes um, because I know they're definitely going to appreciate it. And, uh, you know, just take it one day at a time and continue to to provide very high-quality health care for everybody. But, Dr. Ray, is
0: everything going to be the same, your your, uh, 3-5-3-heel phone number and and website, is all that going to stay the same or you're going to get all that rebranded?
1: As a matter of fact, everything is staying the exact same except for the address and the name of the business. So instead of Tomo's Family Chiropractic, again, now it's going to be Frontier Spine and Healthcare, and the address is changing from 110th in Kendall to 107 in Kendall.
0: Amazing. Nice, bro. That's that's uh,
1: that's actually
0: three blocks closer to my house, and that, that benefits me as well.
1: There you go. Perfect. So if it's good for Manny, it's good for all you guys too. So, um, you know, again, like I said, definitely excited to, to be able to have this new location with more rooms and have a full-time massage therapist. And, uh, you know, like I said, just keep providing good care for everybody out there. So I'm looking forward to it, and I'm pulling up to my uh, my playoff softball game that I've been trying to play for the past probably month or so, but the rain down here in Miami just hasn't let it happen yet. Um, So I'm excited right now to be able to get out on the field too and uh, hopefully make something happen. Hopefully I remember how to use a bat and a glove um, because it's been a while thanks to all the rain down here. So um, with that being said, Manny, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to sign off and I'm going to let you uh, go ahead and finish up the show. I know you wanted to talk a little bit about the petition, um, which I already signed, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and say thank you to all the listeners. Um, out there and again any questions that you have we will be trying to do some of the testing for the for the people that signed the petition as well too um, for the arsenic levels for the fields down here um, so Manny go ahead and go into that a little bit and I'm going to tell you my man take care have a great one uh, pleasure talking to you again doing the hot corner and I'm looking forward to next week alright
0: alright thank you for uh, giving me that segue into the petition and uh, good luck in your uh, playoff game tonight Um, Yes, sir, thank you Thank you, Dr. Ray Good luck, brother Hit a home
1: run Yes, sir All right, take care, Manny
0: And um, thank you, Dr. Ray But, um, yeah,
1: what Dr. Ray was talking about I
0: also signed it earlier today This morning Um, We finally got the final draft Of the letter It's an information sheet Basically, it's a petition uh, To Miami-Dade County um, Miami-Dade County to provide arsenic testing. Uh, if you want me to read it, I, I guess I should read it right uh, right now. Uh, it's a petition to Miami-Dade County to provide arsenic testing. Beer um, Steiner, thank you for your support, for the collective efforts of International Slow Pitch Softball, to have softball and baseball players, staff, Directors, umpires, fans, and families from Chapman Field Park tested for arsenic poisoning at Miami-Dade County's expense. As you know, Miami-Dade County has begun testing in the county for possible chemical contamination after a federal investigation in 2011 discovered dangerous levels of chemical contamination in Olinda Park. Since this discovery, the following parks have also shown contamination. Amelia Earnhardt Park. Boys and Girls Club of Miami Kendall, Gwen Cherry Park, Hammocks Community Park, Ives Estate Ogis Park, West Wind Lakes Park, Brothers to the Rescue Memorial, Miami-Dade Regional Soccer Park, and Chapman Field Park. The concern with many of us that frequent Chapman Field Park is the potential for arsenic exposure. The initial testing of May 23, 2014, showed amounts of 100 milligrams per kilogram, which is roughly 27 times the allowable amount of 3.7 milligrams per kilogram. Testing was resampled on June 2, 2014, and June 11, 2014, which showed the highest concentrations in the outfield of the various fields, ranging from 88.86 milligrams per kilogram to 102.68 milligrams per kilogram. Although it has been stressed that the area does not pose significant health risk, very little assurance is had with what had been done. ISPS cares, sorry, ISPS cares about the safety of its players and their families. It is this continued ideal which had prompted members to seek testing to provide by to be provided by Miami-Dade. This alone will provide the comfort for the recent developments at Chapman Field Park. We will provide periodic updates, but please contact the following individuals for more information. You can contact International Slow Pitch Softball at 990 Biscayne Boulevard. Suite 503, Miami, Florida, 33132. Phone number is 786-245-3243. You could also contact John P. Fisher Esquire at Fisher Law Firm at 28888 East Oakland Park Boulevard in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Their phone number is 954-563-8111. Thank you for your support. We will continue We will work collectively to ensure that the people are provided with the care and treatment needed for the potential exposure of harmful chemicals. Be sure to keep on the lookout for updates and information on ispssoftball.com as the story develops. And uh, We have all that and more information on our website at ispssoftball.com right there on the home page there's a picture of Chapman Field. If you click on that picture, it'll take you to the petition. You can sign the petition electronically and uh, we will keep you informed as uh, more information develops. Basically, it just asks you for your name, number, uh, address, uh, contact number, where we can reach you and send you more information, uh, and asks you basically how often you frequented uh, Chapman Field, if any, in the past 30 years down here in Miami-Dade County. Um, Thank you again to Dr. Ray for letting me talk about that. Uh, If you have any more information, contact our um, website at ispssoftball.com. Again, uh, this is Manuel Ferreiro signing off. Thank you again for listening. Next uh, Tuesday, you have the ISPS radio show, Wednesday nights, the toe-to-toe softball show, and... uh, We'll talk again next Thursday on the Dr. Ray Show. Peace.
1: This phone drives me crazy. Excuse me,
0: I'm the Sprinter I'm from Sprint. Try my new iPhone 10R with an amazing Liquid Retina display. This is amazing. Mind
1: if I snap a few photos?
0: Look at that color. I love this display. I am. Uh, I'm gonna need that back.
1: Switch to Sprint and get iPhone 10R 64 gigabytes for zero dollars per month with an eligible trade-in and a Sprint Flex lease. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com/iphone, or call 1-800-Sprint1. Phone zero dollars per month for 18 months after 31.25 per month credit applied within two bills if canceled early. Remaining balance due excludes tax. Subject to credit. Thirty dollar activation fee. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Restrictions apply.